Welcome to episode 104 of the Maybury Devotional entitled Pay It Forward. Today I'll be looking at season 4, episode 6 of the Andy Griffith Show, Gomer the House Guest. And I'll be looking at scripture from Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. Today's episode starts off with Annie stopping by Wally's filling station, and we see Gomer busy talking to Jace. While there, we notice that Gomer seems to be busier talking than he does working. Later, we see Gomer as he enters the courthouse, and we find out that he's been fired from the filling station. Since Gomer doesn't have a place to stay, Andy invites him to stay at his house until he can get back on his feet. Andy quickly finds out that Gomer is not used to staying with other people, and he doesn't realize how his actions tend to, well, they tend to keep others awake. While Gomer doesn't have much luck finding a job, several people stop by Andy's house to have Gomer look at their vehicles at all hours of the day. Andy starts to notice that people aren't fixing their vehicles. He notices that Wally's losing service, and Gomer is working on cars, well, in his own driveway. It's at that point that Andy loads up everybody and takes all of them back to Wally's. Andy then explains to Wally that when Gomer is gone, well, that's why he was losing service, and Wally ends up hiring Gomer back. In the epilogue, we see Andy is finally able to lie down on the couch for a nap when Gomer comes in to thank him, and he ends up making all kinds of noise while Andy's trying to relax. The scripture I want to look at today comes from Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. If you've been in church for a while, or any amount of time, you've probably heard these verses several times. But maybe you've never thought about exactly what it means, or you know, maybe it is that you've not heard these verses. Paul begins this chapter by telling the Ephesians that they were dead in their sins, and this was their past. In verse 4, he begins a transition when he says, But God, and he goes on to tell them where they are now. God has made us alive with Christ, and he tells them that this was done by grace. He tells the Ephesians that their dead bodies have been raised, and they were seated with Christ in heaven. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, well, they're, they're not on heaven. They're still on earth. They're not with Christ right now in heaven. But you see, since they've become saved, they've become part of the body of believers. Because Christ is in heaven now, they have the assurance that they will be there also, the same as we do. My daughter's away at college right now at Liberty University in Lynchburg. She's four hours away from us and living on campus, but that's not her home. Until she decides to move out on her own, her home is here with me and her mother. Depending on how long she pursues her degree, she could be away at campus for another two to four years. And that whole time, her home is back here. The same way that her home is here, the Ephesians had a home that was in heaven, even though they weren't technically there. So Paul writes to the Ephesians, and he tells them that they're no longer dead as they were in their past, but they are saved, they are alive again, and through Christ, they are alive in heaven now. And in the future, God will continue to show us all the riches of his grace. He will continue to bless them and bless us and give us more than we could ever think or imagine. Now we get to verses 8 and 9. Paul writes that they are saved by grace. The best definition of grace that I've always heard is that grace is the unmerited favor of God. See, there was nothing that we or the Ephesians could do to obtain salvation. There was no works that could be done. Paul writes that God saved us because he was gracious, not because of anything we could have done. It was a gift of God. Salvation come because of what God done for us. There was nothing that we could do to purchase it for ourselves. It was through God's graciousness. 
When Gomer got fired from the filling station, it made him become homeless also. You know, since he was living in a small room in the back of the filling station, he came to the courthouse to see if Andy would put him up in one of the jail cells until he could get back on his feet. Andy felt gracious and told Gomer he could stay with him at his house with him and Aunt B and Opie as, as their guest. While it's not really said, I would think that Gomer maybe had a little bit of money saved up, but I'm sure it wasn't much. Without a job, any money that Gomer had, it would go quickly. Andy wouldn't let Gomer pay him for staying with him or paying for eating with him. So Gomer decided that he needed to pay Andy back in some way or another. He tried several things around the house, but ended up being more of a pest and a nuisance in his effort to, to earn his keep. Gomer thought that he was helping out, but he didn't realize that his help, well, it appeared to be hindering the family from getting any sleep. Gomer tried to pay back the kindness Andy was showing, but it just about cost him the very graciousness that Andy was showing to him. Now let's think of this in our own lives. If someone buys you a gift or helps you out in some way, what do you do? I'm sure like most of us, you know, we graciously thank them and appreciate you know, what they've done for us. But do you feel like you're obligated to do something to back for the person or pay them back? Well, I tell you, I am. If we go out to lunch and maybe you buy my lunch, I appreciate it and I thank you very much, but I feel like I'm obligated to pay you back. Maybe the next time we go out to eat, I'll try and pay for yours. You see, if I buy your lunch, I don't care if you ever pay me back or if you ever buy mine. But if you pay for my lunch, it will bother me to no end until I can pay you back. I feel obligated, you know, to, to pay it back. In the year 2000, there was a movie called Pay It Forward about a boy who started a movement about doing something and helping three people who could not complete whatever task it was but by themselves. And instead of paying the person back, what you done was you helped out three other people. In the end, we see that thousands of people were affected by this movement, and they participated in the Pay It Forward movement. You might say that Gomer tried to pay it forward. Andy was gracious to him and gave him a place to stay, and we see that Gomer would help other people when they come by and needed some advice on their cars. Well, sometimes the timing wasn't the best in the world, but you know he would try to help. Where there was no mention of payment, we see that Gomer sets up at Andy's house to fix cars for people. He was wanting to help others as Andy helped him. Maybe in our lives, we can practice a pay-it-forward attitude ourselves. When someone helps us, instead of trying to figure out how we can pay them back, try to figure out how we can help somebody else and pay it forward. While Paul doesn't write about this in his letter to the Ephesians, we could really adopt this attitude with this section of Scripture. Salvation was a gift of God that we could not purchase, that we could not earn, that we could never pay back. But what if we were to pay it forward? What if we were to take the good news of the salvation by faith through grace and tell others? Do as Jesus told his disciples in the Great Commission. Go into the world and teach and preach and baptize new believers. Now you might say that you can't preach or you can't baptize, but we can all tell others about how God saved us, and that's teaching. We can never do anything to buy salvation. We can never do anything to be good enough for salvation. It had to be given freely through God's grace. We could never pay God back for the free gift of salvation, but we can tell others and we can pay it forward. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Maybury Devotional. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast, leave me a rating or a comment. I'd appreciate it. I hope you join me next week as we'll be looking at Season 4, Episode 7, A Black Day for Maybury. Until then, thanks for listening.